Blog Talk Radio. But okay, it's 
And now, Voices of the True Israelites, with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. 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 Yaqwa. Live, Yaqwa Radio. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast, Yaqwa Radio is now on the air. I'll be your host. Thy name, your fear, Israel of the Royal. We're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the B666. Psalms Edition Part 18, but we've been all over the place because we have to make sure when accommodation come on the, the network, say, listen, dear, we want to know why we falling out, why we in bad shape, and is it because of our age? No, like I said, the last night left is not the age, it's the mindset. You got to get your mind on right. You got to get your mind on just as Yahweh and make a decision according to just as Yahweh. It's not that you're getting older, older, because after Adam sinned, we all going to get older and die. But it's just the way we have to present ourselves to help our, ourselves and then our loved ones on one thing about it. Yahweh got rules and regulations for the children of Israel. If we follow the rules, we in. If we don't follow the rules, we out. Simple as that. So we're going to see we're going to be on stage for the ninth episode part number 918. And we see one of them young lines, one of them up-and-coming teachers out of Cat 1. And we're going to see if he's if he coming in peacefully. We're going to find out. We're going to find a young line called Brother Titus Israel. One of them up and coming teachers out of Cal One and see if he's coming peacefully to get in where he fit in at. Hey, Brother Titus, Tyler, Yahweh, Judah. Yahweh, I'll get you that scene right. Yahweh, bless you there. Seer, Israel, of seed royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, there, young man. And, and most likely, we believe that you got. You better have closed by. Let's see if uh, you better have it closed by the Hollinette microphone on on the picture of Brother Titus Israel. Hey, Sister Judith, driving y'all got Judith. One of the sisters out of Camp One. Y'all probably get you that seat right. Y'all bless you, sir. Of Sea World. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Right. I, I didn't hear nothing. I didn't hear nothing. So, evidently, she's somewhere in the background. So, and that's a great thing. As long as you got eyes on her better ass. And that's a great thing. Because, you know, you might touch on that again because that's pretty good. Because some case up. The reason why we have the people in the condition we're in right now, because we don't know the order of things. Mm-hmm. And once we got the order of course it was written in his Bible, we're going to see a lot of great things come our way once we Make a decision, although it's tough now, make a Bible decision. So, young line, let's see if we make a Bible decision by looking at Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see about a Bible decision there, young line. Let's see what that says. 
Are we going to the book of Luke? The book of Luke, chapter 12. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right, young man. The righteous spirit will teach you. The righteous spirit will bang. The righteous spirit will kill you plainly. If you if you gonna do this, see, remember one thing. We clear that one day up the road it will be um a Romans four seventeen there Titus. Hey, but Titus, what do Romans four seventeen say? Going to the book of Romans, chapter four, verse seventeen. The book of Romans, chapter four, verse seventeen reads, as it is written. And made you a father of many nations before him whom he believed. Even Yahweh who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Uh-huh. And, and, and he called things although they not as they were because of Isaiah 46, 9 through 11. Hey, hey, hey young lion, why do we call things although they not? As they were, let's see if we find out why so, young lion. In the 46th chapter of Isaiah, 9 through 11. Can you help those see out in 9 through 11 there, young lion? Come up. All right, we're going to the book of Isaiah. The seer, chapter 49, verse 9 through 11. I mean, Isaiah 46, correction. Isaiah 46, verse 9 through 11. Isaiah 46, verse 9 reads. Remember the former things of old, for I am Yahweh, and there is none else. I am Yahweh, and there is none like me. Verse 10, declaring the end from the beginning, and from the ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Verse 11, calling ravenous birds from the east. The man that executed my counsel from a far country, yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I would also do it. Mm-hmm. He said he has purposed it and he's going to do it. Let's see if we bring uh, Mother E. Mother E. You know, um, keep up there in your mind. I'm getting in where I've been in it. And, and if I can help. Any of the youngest coming up by hollering that microphone by bringing it and showing example that I'm be the first one on the front line, and that's a great thing. That's what we're talking about. See, we find Mother Eve and bring in for the night episode, tape number 18. Mother Eve, one of the most out of Cat One. Hey, Mother Eve, travel y'all got Judah. Y'all got Victor FC, right? Y'all got Victor FC, Israel. Excuse me. A C,
you know, I need to hear, you know, um, a question, processed food. What do processed foods make you do? I mean, you know, see, the reason why we're in the condition we're in now is because of processed food. Yes, sir. We think um, bringing bags home and not preparing ourselves. So ask your phone, say, uh, say telephone. What do processed food do for you? Let's talk. Let's see that in that and put it to that microphone and see what about the processed food there. Young lion, come on. What do processed food do to the body? These ingredients make the food we eat taste better, but too much of them leads to serious health issues like obesity, heart disease, high blood pressure, and diabetes. So, mm. you're letting you know when you're dealing with processed food, you got a very high risk of high blood pressure mm-hmm. and diabetes. And they don't got it where now they tell you, uh, you know, people eat clouded away. You know, I'm just a diabetic. Diabetic number one. I'm a diabetic number two. And all that kind of stuff. See, that's, see the part why we must come now. The reason the children of Israel, even the northern kingdom, the one they call Indian, after they had a coming out of Christopher um, Columbus gave him that name, he thought he was over there in Indy, some people say. Indio, and that's what we're called Indian. But that's mm-hmm. tribe that came over here. They never was called Indian. They were called innocent in, Indians by the one that have enslaved them. And that word means slavery anyway. We do the hardcore research. But that's not exactly who came over here, uh, young man. Let's, let's, let's be clear. See, we don't know what is going on in the lesson, but we, but we remember one thing. It's going to be a school, and the teachers that's going to teach are going to have to monitor the room, you know, to make sure everybody's saying all the right things. Oh, so, let's look at second book of Ezra 13. I'm going to pick it around by verse number 37. I'm going to read into this right here so you be clear that in 1885, the Protestant Church removed these books from it because it was a message in these books that not only that, they said in movies that Christopher Columbus looked at and told his father about the book of Ezra. So that's a, that's their movie. But one thing we do know, we can't use that as a grain of salt, but understand one thing. It was already prophesied about the children of Israel. And, and um, not only that, you know, like I have, uh, you better have it. Look up in that book of Jasper and find me that statement when Eliezer and um, Ishmael was gone with Isaac and his father Abraham. And they were going somewhere, and he asked, Isaac a question, and he asked Eliezer a question, and he asked Ishmael a question. He said, what do you see? They 
because he, a lot of times people is not going to see what you see. And that's mm-hmm. why you got to be around like-minded people that can see what you see, although it's not there. See, those fear, he already sees. The land is there. He sees. Mm-hmm. You see that? The land is vacant, north, east, south, west. I see it. I see the school. I see the radio station. I see the banquet hall. I see all this. I see the school. I see it. But a lot of people ain't going to see it. Until they, you know, like back in the day when you were raising a little pup. When a pup messed up, you kick him. And you take him by his little head and put his nose in it. And then you said, no, no, no. And you tap him on his tail not to do that. And if he keep on getting that tap on his tail and putting his nose off into what he did, then he'll correct himself. That means he repent and correct himself. So a lot of people are not going to see what we see, young Ryan Titus. That's why we have to make sure they are like-minded and they agree with the Bible. The Bible going to tell us a story. So now, what you getting ready to bring to the table anyway, um, young lion? What, what you working with there? Come on. Okay. You got me the whole uh, second Ezra, chapter 13, verse 37. Read on down. He told me to go to Jasher as well, too, where that statement was made by uh, Eliezer. What do you see? When he's, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm taking I'm taking notes. See one thing about that's the reason Luke twelve twelve come on table. I told we forgot about we're building the numbers of the B six six six. Everybody like them deep fans. But one thing about it, what about our health? What about our relationship with Yahweh to make him happy? What about all that? We gonna get into tape eighteen, maybe in this lesson here, but Yahweh would dictate to you what he wants to put on the table for tape 18. So right now we're looking at what if. What we're looking at again, that young lion. What would you ready to read? Um, in order to read the book of Joshua, where that statement was made, but like, what do you see? And he was asking um, Ishmael, what do you see? Then he said, I don't see nothing but mountains. Then he asked, well, 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 that's good. That's good, but I don't want that first. I want to make sure that when you hear this word called, they call them indigenous people. So mm-hmm. They call it another word they use called aborigine people. Right. Now, listen, understand one thing. The original people that came over here had a biblical name for the father. All the other names were added on to you. We go and find out exactly the name of the people that came over here in this place called America, but it wasn't called America. It was called Osiris. It was called Osiris, and you go in your dictionary, in Jewish dictionary, you find out the word Osiris only means a land from beyond another name for America. That's the word called Osiris. So we're going to find out exactly who came to Osiris according to the seer. And understand about the seer. Hey, hey Mother E, 
Luke, 20, uh, Luke chapter 24, verse 25. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of mind to believe all that the seer has spoken. Wait a minute, mother. If you don't believe all that the seer has spoken, and we find out the seer got to speak what's written in the Bible. But suppose you say, well, I don't believe that. I believe my folk. I believe my, uh, uh, I believe my, my rabbi. What did Yahweh say if you're going to believe your poke and you're going to believe your rabbi and your, and, and your cardinal and bishop? What did, what did Yahweh say in verse 25, Mother? What did he say that we can read? He said, oh, fools. What do you call your mother? Oh, fools. What do you call your mother? Okay. Then you okay, said, you what you call in verse what you call in verse and slow of mind to believe all that the seer has spoken. Yeah, that. Now, this was the one that made the heaven and earth call you. And what he said in verse 45? Hey, hey Mother E, what he said in verse 45? Verse 45. Then opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. So, what we get ready to read, Mother, is the understanding of the scriptures. So if you don't want to believe the scriptures, you want to believe what your Pokem said, what your um, Jehovah uh, Jireh Nisi said. Listen, why don't you believe? Why don't you first take a shot at what do the Bible say? Now we better read what the Bible says, and who are these people that you call Aborigines, people you call the indigenous people, who is these people here? We get ready to read according to the young line and second as a 13. We're going to pick up a verse 37 and we're going to read till we get our point. You know, tell you what to believe. Believe the fear as it is written. Let's see now. Pick up a verse 37 there, young line. Come on. Going to the book of Second Ezra, the seer, chapter 13, verse 37 reads, And this, my son, shall duke the wicked inventions of those nations, which for their wicked life are fallen into the temple. Verse 38, And shall lay before them their evil thoughts and the torment wherewith they shall begin to be tormented, which are like unto a flame. And he should destroy them without labor by the law, which is light unto fire. Verse 39. And whereas you saw it, to gather another peaceable multitude unto them. Verse 40 reads, Those are the ten tribes of Israel, which are carried away prisoners out of their own land 
in the time of Oshia, the king, whom Shamanazar, the king of Assyria, led away captive. He carried them over the water. And so came they into another land. Verse 41. But they took this counsel among themselves that they would leave the multitude of the heathen nations and go forth into a further country which never mankind dwelt. Verse 42. That they might there keep their statutes which they never kept in their own land. Verse 43. And they entered the Euphrates by the narrow passage of the river. Verse 44. For Yahweh the Most High did show signs for them and held still the flood until they were passed over. Verse 45. For through that country there was a great way to go, namely of a year and a half. For the same region is called Shem. Verse 46. Then dwelt they and tell. And then there. Well, well, hold on, young man. Well, the same reason it's called author it. That's what it got written. But oh. the proper word for it is called the land of Shem. Because oh. Shem is the one that a double portion the east and the west. So That's the west right. world belongs to Shem, and the eastern world belongs to Shem. So everybody got a portion. Remember, was, the land was divided into three sons. Noah gave all his boys a portion of the known world. He gave Shem the first portion because Shem was, uh, hey, hey, Mother E, I mean, Sister Judas, cut those three out about, uh, about Shem in 532. Let's talk about Genesis. 
pick up in verse 9. 9. Let's see what, pick around by verse 18 now. Let's do it. Pick up verse 1, make it sound good. 9 1, just to make it sound good. Get down to verse 18. Genesis chapter 9, verse, verse 1, 18 and 19. Verse 1 reads, And Yahweh blessed Noah and his son, and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish, replenish the earth. Did you say? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, and let me get a hit in there. So, all three boards is up on the what? A blessing. So, oh, all three boards have a blessing. Everybody got the same thing. They got a blessing. All three sons is up on the blessing. And the son's name is in order Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, look what he says. In verse 18 and 19, that's what Judas, what it say? Genesis chapter 9, verse 18 and 19. Verse 18 reads, And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Cain. Verse 19 reads, These are the three sons of Noah, and of, and of them was the whole earth overspread. Mm-hmm. And these three sons, the whole earth overspread. So Jesus' three sons, uh, Sister Judas, if you don't come out of these three sons, you don't exist. So whatever name they call themselves, you got to be able to trace you back to these three sons. Here go your DNA. Like I said, you just do a sign out what's not on the right. no. right. Leave the seer as it's written. Here go your DNA right here. This is how you find out who you are from the DNA right here. These are three boards that the whole world overspread with. Now we're going to Genesis 22. Now we know the order so that we clear Now, to do this. We have heard the order of things. So what is the order of Noah's three boards? Now, we have heard about three times. So now help the national audience out to know the order about the three songs of Noah. What what is the order of Judith? Shem was first born. Ham was second born. Japheth was the last. Yeah. Now see now, now now we working with them. See now that's the kind of stuff makes those those fear get happy. Now you recognize that you got to trace your DNA back to one of them three songs. Shem is the firstborn, Ham is the secondborn, and Jephthah, well, whatever. Yeah, Jephthah is the thirdborn song. And all three have the same mom and dad, and they all look like each other. This time, it was nothing on record about nobody coming looking any different than Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. It ain't no conversation on it. So by the time that that um that other color came out, you can't get that to Disney 25, 25. We ain't going there right now. So everybody looked like each other. Everybody had some shade of brown on them. When you read about the songs of North Three songs, they all had a shade of brown on them at this time. It was 
with no pale red color at this time right here. Uh, but when you get to Genesis 25, 25, that's when you get the first talked about as another different color in the race. Not until Genesis 25, 25. That's a long chapter of the road. But I want to I go and find out something, Sister Judith. So you, you own something, but I want to make sure, because when the young lion gets to reading, you know, he's going to get to reading something. And Deuteronomy there, Sister Judith, I need one more hit. And I, I want to I want to ask a question after we hear it. What do this mean? Remember, you bleed the fear of as is rich. I want to go to the twenty first chapter and look at verse seventeen. After you read seventeen, I'm gonna start on verse seventeen. Again, we won't see that you hear me real good in twenty one seventeen. Deuteronomy 21, 17. Read it, Esther. Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse 17. Read, but he, but he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the firstborn by giving him a double portion of all that he has, for he is the beginning of his strength and the right of the firstborn is his. And the right of the firstborn that was here. Now, Noah had three sons after Judas. Mm-hmm. Clear about that. Now, the earth is divided into four regions north, east, south, and west. Now, which one of these sons is to have? a double portion out of Noah's three sons. What is the name of the one that's going to have a out of these three sons? Now, now talk to the Nationals and tell them who's going to get a double portion of North, East, Southwest. Who's going to get a double portion there of, according to Deuteronomy 21, 17? Who will get a double portion according to what you've been reading all them verses? Which one of these sons of Noah is to get a double portion? Can you help me out So when the young lion read the name called Arthuret, that, that he getting ready to read now, who is to get a double portion again there, um, Sister Judas? Tim. Good. Now, let's go back and read that verse again there, young lion. So now we will make the foundation. So now we clear that Shem is the firstborn son of Noah. He to receive the first, and after that, everybody gets a little, pick it a little, and whatever left, he gets that. So the first land that with Noah in the 10th chapter, and he said, I want the eastern world. He said, that what you want, my boss, uh, Shem? Yes. So the eastern world belongs to Shem. The next born son was Ham. He said, my son Ham, what you want, Ham? He said, I want the southern world. He said, you got it. 
the southern world. Good. The next born song was Japan. He said, Japan, what you want? He said, I want the northern world. Oh, yeah, you got it. Now, what's well? The rest. The western world. So now everybody got a piece of the lot. So now, who get the western world? I'll say it first. Shim, born song, get a double portion. You got yeah, four pieces of land, north, east, south, west. Everybody got a piece of the land. Then it came back around to the first born son again, and his name is Shem. So Shem is the father of the eastern world, and he's the father of the western world. So now these people called the children of Israel, they're getting ready to head to a place that they put a polluted name on it called Osiris. But Mother E going to tell you plainly when you migrate to a land in 49.10, what did the seer say you do when you migrate to a land in 49.10? Hey, Mother E, when you migrate to a land in Psalm 49.10, can you help the national audience out? What you do? This is what you do. 49.10, what you do, Mother the book of Psalms, oh. chapter 49, verse 10. Bible, 
what name the land is supposed to be. We're going to um, Judges. We're going to the book of Judges. You got a line? Yes, sir. What we want to find out, we're going to lay the foundation. We're going to the book of Judges, and we're going to lay the foundation about when you migrate to a land, what name do you put on that land when you get there? Let's see. Lord Judges chapter 18, and we'll look at verse 29. Now, just, now, here, now here goes another sphere writing exactly what you do. When you leave a land and go to another land, what name do you put on there? Because you got so many names on the table. They got, they got names now they call Aborigines. They got names called the indigenous people. They got names called Indians. No, you don't put them kind of name on there. That means somebody have to deceive you. They ain't following the Bible. This is what you're supposed to do when you go to another land. Or even when you move into a, a house. Mm-hmm. When you move out of one house to another, and this is what goes on in 1829. What goes on in 1829, Judges, that young line? The book of Judges. Chapter 18, verse 29 reads, And they called the name of the city Dan, after the name of Dan, their father. After Dan, their father. So Dan is just there. Now, with all that good understanding, so now it's those that remember, the broadcast will be rebroadcast at 9.15. No class tomorrow on this broadcast, but you can get the young lions on Pal Talk from 8 o'clock until they get tired of uh, pumping them scriptures out tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Now, what have we learned so far? We learned that Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. You know, the world was divided into four parts called North, East, South, West, right? And we know Shem is the firstborn son, and he gets the first blessing. So Noah asked him a question, what you want, Shem? Shem pointed out the eastern world, the land that they were on. So then he had two more sons. Ham, what you want, Ham? He said, I want the southern world. Okay, you got it. Get that, what you want? I want the northern world. You got it. So now everybody got a portion, but he got three sons, and he got four pieces. So who do the western world go to? See that? Your two-year-old can tell you that the western world the Bible, the biblical definition of the Western world that you call America, the proper name biblically is called Shem. See that? And now, your mind going to look into the book of Jubilee, chapter 10, and find out if you don't follow the rules, what, you, what are you up under if you don't follow the rules? See, that's why we got this. It's so important for those who want to get in to this ministry and do their part and just say, Yahweh, get in where you've been in at. Understand one thing. You got to help yourself to help your loved ones. If you don't get you a James 520 or Matthew 2521, you don't get no way of done my good and faithful service until you start getting your people to get yourself right to get your offerings right. Because it don't make no sense if you did that you just a Christian 
African Negro and a Muslim. That ain't got nothing to do with the Bible. I saw man made up type. It ain't got mm-hmm. nothing to do with Bible. None of that stuff. All that's made up. Now Noah was visited by the Almighty. And he said, Look here, Noah, we know you the man of the hour at this time. Now I'm gonna talk to you to talk to your kids. Let's see what he let's see what we read in the book of Jubilees, what was told to Noah in chapter ten. Now y'all live gonna take a look at what was told to Noah in chapter nine. We'll pick up pick with verse fourteen and read the two words read over read over verse fourteen and fifteen. What are the two words on page forty eight, y'all line? What them two words in that deep black letter, what do you say? Noah's blessing. Noah's blessing. Let's find out what is Noah's blessing. Verse 14 and 15, this is it. Noah's blessing. Verse 14, Jubilee chapter 9. Verse 14 reads, And thus the sons of Noah divided unto their sons, in the presence of Noah, their father. And he bind them all by an oath, imprecating and cursing everyone that sought to seek the portion which had not fallen to him by his lot. Verse 15. And they all say, so be it, so be it, for themselves and their sons forever throughout their generation to the day of judgment, on which Yahweh should judge them with a sword. And with fire for all the unclean wickedness of their error, wherewith they have filled the earth with transgression and uncleanness and fornication and sin. Uh-huh. So, so if you from the descendants of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, you your offerings were given the land. And he said now, by the world is made up of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. I'm going to give everybody the land. Now, your descendants got to know what they land. Now, if they go and go into another land that don't belong to them or don't fall upon their lot, they're upon a curse. And everybody tied to their hip that's upon a curse. Now, by having that information, clear that the Roman Catholic Church in the Vatican City is up on the curse. <laughs> because, first of all, the Pope in the Vatican City is in the land of Japhetic land, the northern no, world. So everything that the Pope doing over there in Rome in the Vatican City, according to Noah, is a curse. So if you part of the Roman Catholic Church, you are under a biblical curse, and you will be judged by what again? What do you say he'll judge you by if you don't repent and get to the land he gave you? What do you say? Go, what do you say he's going to do again? Um, young mind in verse 15. Now listen real. Now take your time, put a little more bass in your voice there, young line, get that microphone. And yes, so clear that those, your loved ones, that a Roman Catholic 
Christian member. <laughs> We're going to read exactly what you got coming unless you repent in verse 15. We read the book of Jubilees on page 30, 48, chapter 9, verse 15. You listen real good. If you is in Japhetic land, which is the whole northern world belongs to him, Japhetic people, people today call the the Hawaiian people, the mm-hmm. Samoan people. You see the whole big old rascals and all that? That's what they look like. That's who is the offspring of Shem. The Hawaiian people, uh, the Samoan people, you can go on and on and on. They are brown-skinned people with straight hair. They got less of the woolly hair than somebody else. You got it? Good. Now, just to you now, you got this? Good. Now, we will find out exactly what happened in verse 15. Listen good. Verse 15, what it says in your line. The book of Jubilees, chapter 9, verse 15. And they all say, so be it, so be it. For themselves and their sons forever throughout their generation to the day of judgment on which Yahweh shall judge them with a sword and with fire from all the unclean wickedness of their errors, wherewith they have filled the earth with transgression and uncleanness and fornication and sin. Okay. Well, Madam, read verse 14. Now, what? What, what is all this punishment, this punishment going to be about? That he's going to judge you with fire and sword. What is all this punishment talking about in verse 14 there? You know line? Jubilee chapter 9, verse 14 reads, And just the sons of Noah divided, and to their sons in the presence of Noah, their father. And he bind them all by an oath, imprecated a curse on everyone. That sought to seek the portion which had not fallen to him by his lot. Yeah. So I don't care how much you see over there in the Vatican City, Pope Rome, with the Pope over there and the cardinals and the bishops and the shepherds and the pastors over there. If that is not their land, when Yahweh said when he make his move, if you're not in the land you supposed to be in, He's going to judge you with fire, and he's going to judge you with the sword. You got it? There it is right there. And we're going to precept that to make sure. See, remember, he won't do nothing but still a sticking to his servant's fear. So uh, let's bring this other young lion in. We're going to find out if he's coming in peace, if he's coming peacefully. Another one of them up and coming teachers out of Camp One, Lord Makai Israel. I think he, we're going to find out if he's coming peacefully to holler that microphone. We're going to find out. Hey, Lord Makai Israel, up and coming teacher out of Camp One. Yahweh beat you at sea race. Yahweh bless you there. There is real. Oh, sea Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. A, a young lion, um, I want to give me a. Uh, I want to get a precept on He said that Yahweh is coming with fire And he's going to 
don't judge them with the sword. Mm-hmm. And we read earlier that he's going to reveal his secret to his servants to, to see it. We read that earlier. So we want to find out over there in the Vatican City, which is the head of the Christian religion, is that their land, because they found the Vatican City in Japhetic land, and he said he's coming with fire and sword. He told Noah that. Now, I want to know who pulled that verse in Isaiah 65, came down to verse 17. But, but before you do that, tell this national audience over 900,000 strong who are carrying this broadcast there, young lion. Uh, Brother Titus, Nehemiah, can you uh, give us a who are carrying the broadcast as we speak? Brother Makai, you're on the clock, come on. Hallelujah. Well, we know we live at Blog Talk Radio right now at this very moment. And we also live on Pal Talk. You can also catch us on Facebook. You can tune in at, in, in a, you can tune in at Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. Type those B-O-T-T-Y keys in on your laptop, desktop, your one-night Satan phone or even your smart TV at home. You can tune in to Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. We also ask you all to tune in to our YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, we ask you all to tune in to our YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. You can also call in for questions and comments, and we ask you to write down your uh, notes and write down your questions. And you can call in to ask those questions at 224-600-5579. Once again, you can call in for questions and comments at 224-600-5579. Also, keep something in mind that we do have class starting Sunday at 630 we also have class on the, on the Blog Talk radio station. We also have class starting at, on Monday at 6.30 on the Blog Talk radio station. No class will be on Tuesday. We have class on Wednesday starting at 6.30 on the Blog Talk radio station. Starting at 6 o'clock. Excuse me. Once again, let me correct myself. Starting at 6 o'clock on the Blog Talk radio station. Thursday at 6 o'clock on the Blog Talk radio station, we will... Continue with class, and then also on Friday, on the bottom, on the top part of the Sabbath day, it will begin at 7:30 on the broadcast, beginning at 7:30 Blog Talk Radio Station. Then we will continue in on Saturday, the bottom part of the Sabbath day, we will be having class on Pal Talk. It will begin at 12 o'clock on the Blog Talk Radio Station. It will begin at Two o'clock, and also on Tuesdays we will have the Pal Talk room open beginning at eight o'clock, and you can catch us on, on Pal Talk at eight o'clock. Download it on your TV, the smart TV. You can download Pal Talk on your phone. You can download uh, uh, Pal Talk also on your desktop or laptop computer. And we once you download uh, once you download the uh, Pal Talk. We actually tune in to go to Epic and then type in African-American. When you see African-American, look for 
D-O-T-T-Y. Hit D-O-T-T-Y and tune in on the station for Pal Talk. Once again, if you have uh, want to tune in to the class on Monday, on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, at those times that was given, call in at 319-527-6065. Once again, if you want to tune in to the Blog Talk radio station for class, you can call in at 319-527-6065, and we will be opening up more broadcasts for you to tune in to all across the whole world. Over to you, Sears, Real Steve Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Yeah, young man, he, he put out that grass out. So now, the angel told Noah that if I catch you like the music of cherub, uh, 12 cherub and 13 people, and when the music stops and you can't sit down in the cherub, that means you be eliminated and they can move the chair out the way. So he's saying, if I don't catch you on the land I gave you, and when he do come, he's going to get you. And according to what the angel told Noah, he's coming with fire and a sword, and that's how he's going to judge you. So you're clear about it. So now here's the point. I don't care how much money a job gives you. If you like the music of chair. If, once you find out who you are, it's a crapshoot to be out of range because we never know when Yahweh comes. He might come. Remember, it's just like, I feel like this, the Sabbath day, seven days a week. You got a beginning of the Sabbath day and an ending, right? The bottom part when it gets dark again. You in the seven thousand years, and that's supposed to go. You in the beginning of it, but it's gonna come to an end. Matter of fact, I can tell you around about what hour you in. You around about you more than ten hours in the conclusion of the two more hours left. That's how close this thing is. That's why we tell you, we come humble, is to let you know. You must understand that. He told Noah, rules and regulations were the three boys. The three boys were Shem, the firstborn, Ham, and Jephat. Ham and Jephat. Jephat is the younger son. Jephat people is called the Hawaiian people. The one you call Samoan people. They got many shades of brown color. But their hair, majority of them have straight hair. But they're from Japanese people. Good. Now, everybody had a land. The one that's, that's running the northern world supposed to be Japanese people. But Japanese people ain't running the northern world. You got another people that's running the northern world called the Pope. The Pope did not come from, he's not the Hawaiian people. The Pope is not the Hamedic people. He is a branch of Shem. Mm-hmm. But out of Shem mm-hmm. came Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, Jacob. And he had two sons, 
there was not um, a Jenica twin that was called, but that word called paternal, paternal. It was a difference between them. One was of color. Many shades of brown was a Jacob, and Esau was the pale red man. And the pale red man exists today. The one that called himself the white man and the white woman. But you can look at the drywall, and you don't know nobody look like the drywall. <laughs> or you can wait till 10 o'clock news come on and watch the white shirt and look at the face. You see, it's not white. You're not white. You're more red as pink than white. <laughs> That's just the way it is. So everybody will be revealed by the six anointed camp of both of the two is right. So now, he said, he told Noah that if your three sons get puffed up and leave out of their land, to go mm-hmm. conquer another land that will be implicated as a curse. And when I come and catch them, I'm going to catch them with fire and sword. Now, the young lion going to Isaiah 65, and we're going to bring him because the seer pulled that verse in Isaiah 66, 15 through 17. Now, young lion, Brother Micaiah, is going to read, here he comes. Listen to this. Isaiah 66, 15, down to verse 17. Bring it out there, Brother Micaiah. Come on. All right. We're going to the book of Isaiah, the seer. We're going to read chapter 66, and we want verse number 15 down to verse number 17. We're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter 66, and we're picking it up at verse number 15 down to verse 17. Verse 15, and it reads. For behold, the Yahweh will come with fire and with his chariot like a whirlwind and to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. Verse 16. For by fire and by his sword will the Yahweh plead with all flesh and the slain of the Yahweh shall be many. Verse 17. <laughs> They that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens behind one tree in the midst, eating swine's flesh and the abomination in the mouth shall be consumed together, said the YHWH Yahweh. You see the man said? He said when he comes, he's not only going to get you for being not in your land, but he also gonna get you if you a pig eater. If you're a pork eater. He's gonna get you for being a pork eater too. Right He's gonna get you for being a pork eater. You know that they, they got on the commercial, the other white meat. If he catch you not repenting, and if you eat pork, that pig that aren't 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 pigs, mm-hmm. he said I'm gonna get you for eating pigs. So you see this why you got, we read about the processed food. We read the last night lesson about the pig eating uh, food that spins and scales, make a difference But what you put in your mouth. You can go over the last two, two tapes and get that out the way. 
So you tell your mama, your daddy, your grandparents, and you tell that poke over there, they got that special meal that you they eat on January the 1st, a lot mm-hmm. of hogs and, and the, the, the beans they eat. That hog, if he catch you eating that hog, you say, I'm going to get you. If you're a pig eater, send a cut pork chop eater. So simple as that. You can't eat a itty bitty piece. You got to leave pork alone unless you're not the children of Israel. Now, the children of Israel was told not to eat pork at all. But if you but not eat anything in water that don't have feds and scales, other nations can eat it. But he's going to get you because the other nation's going to watch your good behavior and they're going to leave that pork alone because the pork calls. That's why we got high blood pressure, diabetes, and we always visit Doc Cook. And Doc Cook loves just start taking parts out the body. The first thing he, he say, let's cut it out. That's what he say. He don't never say, well, you know the reason why you do this is me? Because you, you're not, you're breaking what was told to you. But he can't never tell you. It was told to you. But you, you said, well, who was you? I, I ain't never seen my name in the Bible. I, I'm African-American Negro. See, so he can't come clean and say, no, no, you're not African-American Negro. You're not Indian. They can't tell you who you are. So they got to say, God, I can't even tell them who they are. I'm just going to tell them, cut down on the sodium and your salt, and, you know, and, you know, and all them smoking. You know, tell them, cut down on it. I said, tell them the truth. Listen, you are a member of the children of Israel. You don't go to eat this kind of stuff. This stuff will make you up. It can keep you busy in Doc Cook. And Doc Cook will always love to take something out your body. He loves to cut some off. Yeah, what do you want to do? First thing he won't do when you get in his place, he won't take some off you. When they go inside and pull out a liver, then they put half, pull out a kidney. Why don't you tell them that they're eating the wrong food? You can't do it. So you got to tell them who they are. See that? So he say he coming with fire, and he's going to get you for eating pig and the mouth. Oh, we don't eat no mouth. What do you mean you don't eat no mouth? What do you mean you don't eat no mouth? Every time you go buy uh, Chinese food, don't you, don't you know mouth is, is, is cooked in that? Don't you know they get a bag of that stuff to put in with the Chinese food? You know, everybody catered with their own. And last night, last night, I told you finally that uh, leave the Ammonites and the Moabites alone, Chinese and Japanese don't. But but you know what you do? You probably going to get you some egg food, food young tonight. See? A brother told me he was eating, he was eating chicken. He said, I know I was a little drunk, but God, no, I, I got to bite on that chicken, and it stretched like it stretched all the way out of my arm. It had like a rubber band in the chicken. I said, you know, you might have eat a, a chicken leg. You might have eat a dog leg. You don't know. It might have been a cat leg. They got cat leg, dog leg. Why don't you go on your phone and look? Go on your phone and say, the closest Chinese restaurant that sells dogs and cats but on the menu and I want to get me a cup of dog legs. I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what I just come get you a dog leg. You know, they got, like they call chicken fingers. They got restaurants that eat 
You can get you some chicken fingers. You can go get your dog and a cat leg. You know what? The preacher didn't tell you that? Well, we tell you that. So now, and after the last night lesson, so you don't go deal with the last two lessons, that's up to you. If you miss a lesson, you miss a lot. But he says, if he catch you eating an innocent piece of hog when he comes, he said he's going to consume you and the mouth. Because he look at eating hog, it's just like eating mouth. So your mouth will eat the mouth. If you eat hog, your mouth he look at the mouth and the pig interchangeable. Yeah, I don't eat no mouth. Well, you eat hog, don't you? He compares both of them in verse number 17 as interchangeable. Read again there, young man. Let's see, did he say, did he make anything between the pork eating and the mouth eating? And verse 17, read again. All right. We're going back to the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, picking it up at verse number 17. Verse 17, read. They that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the garden behind one tree in the midst, eating swine's flesh and the abomination in the mouth should be consumed together, says the YHWH Yahweh. You see that? He didn't make no difference between the hog and the mouth. Both of them is abomination to you. I don't need no hog. When you eat pig, your mouth would just go and put the mouth in as a chase. Because you look at both of them as interchangeable when they come. So there's right there, mm-hmm. verse 17. And you know the Roman Catholic Church, the Christian there, they eat mohawk. They eat more hogs in the Roman Catholic Church than any place. And then it passed down to to you, the other Christian, the low-level Christian. And you follow their lead, right? Right. <laughs> but remember, if, if you're in a land that's not yours, that he gave you, you're upon a curse. Now, young man, let's get one more in and file another land because the white man and the white woman have a leg. The biblical name is the descendants of Esau. He had five sons, and they came from a land that the Almighty gave them. And you go in your mouth, and you can find out what land they came from. By once the young man reads the land they came from, what land did the Almighty give them with a precept? And mother already read what to believe. Now we're going to two, one through five, Brother Makaya. I'm doing running. Now watch the Almighty give Esau translate today as the white man and the white woman. He's gonna give them a land. And we're going to find out in the in the Bible, the land that we can read in Deuteronomy chapter two, one down to verse five. Let's find out what is the land that we can read there, young line. Deuteronomy 2, 1 down to verse 5. All right. We're going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 2. We're going to read verse 1 down to verse number 5. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 2, verse 1 down to 5. Verse 1 reads, Then we turned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. 
as the YHWH Yahweh spake unto me. And we come past Mount Seir many days. Verse 2. And the YHWH Yahweh spake unto me, saying, 3. You have come past this mountain long enough. Turn you north. Verse 4. And command you the people, saying, You are to pass through the coast of your brethren, the children of Esau, which dwelled in fear, and they shall be afraid of you. Take you good heed unto your stairs, therefore. Verse 5. Meddle not with them, for I will not give you of their land. No, not so much as a footbreath. Because I have given Mount Seir unto Esau and his five sons for a possession. Yeah. See that? So Esau have a possession. And his land is called Mount Seir. You go on your old piece of telephone and ask, where is the, the government of Mount Seir? It's all mountain means. It's a mountain range. Mm-hmm. It's a mountain range. You go in your, uh, look in your Bible. Some of your Bibles have maps. You see the land of Israel, and down below us, you see the land of Esau, Mount Seir. That is their land. Now we're gonna precept that to get a second witness. It's up to you. So if you are a Catholic Church member, you and you pay your tithes, free will offering, and you get the confession book. Understand one thing. If they're not in the land, what the Almighty gave to them, mm-hmm. they're up on a curse now, and you're going to be up on a curse too when we come back. If you're not where he tell you to be at, we read it. In Jubilee, now he's going to, in Joshua 24, verse 4, he's going to remind Moses, to tell Joshua to write it down about the land that was given to the descendants of Esau and his five sons, translated today as the white man and the white woman. It is written 24, verse 4. Oh, Joshua, what did it say that in your line? Going over to the book of Joshua. Going over to the book of Joshua, chapter 24, and we want to read... Verse number four. The book of Joshua. Chapter 24, verse number four. Hey, hold on, young man. Hey, young man. Read verse three just to make it sound good. Verse number three and verse number four. Verse number three, and it reads. And I took your father, Abraham, from the other side of the flood and led him throughout all the land of Canaan. And multiplied his seed and gave him Isaac. Verse 4. And I gave unto Isaac, Jacob, and Esau. And I gave unto Esau, Mount Seir, to possess it. But Israel and his children went down into Egypt. See that? So there go your second witness. So he reminded, Moses reminded Joshua that I gave Esau, translated today as the white man and the white woman, their homeland. 
This is their homeland right here, Mount Seir. This is where they're supposed to be at. So if, if when Yaqua come back, if you over there in Japhetic land called the Northern World, you're upon a curse. Everybody tied to your hip is upon the curse. So now you see, that's the book. Now we got that out of the way. Let's come back to the young line, and we're going to find out about these. It is a such word called Aborigines. Aborigines. Hey, Mother, and have me EZRA chapter 1, verse 1. Wait a minute. Hey, Mother E, have me EZRA 1 1, and we'll reach you and get our point after. Young Lion, come on back and read that word again with that information. We're not going to leave out no word. We know what Osiris means now. Osiris, just only a misnomer name for the second part of Shem's land. Now, stick with that verse again, that young line, uh, Brother Titus, and give me that word, author it again, and give it the breakdown of what it means. The second part of Shem's land, the Western world. Come on. Second Ezra, chapter 13, verse 45 reads, For though that country, there was a great way to go, namely of a year and a half, and the same region is called Asher. Polluted word for chicken, for Shem. Second land, the Western world. Verse 46. Then dwelt they, then dwelt they there until the latter time. And now when they should begin to come. Verse 47. The high Jaqua should say springs of the stream again, that they may go through. Therefore, so is you, the multitude, with peace. Verse 48. But those that be left behind of your people are they that are found within my borders. Verse 49. And now when he destroyed the multitude of the nation, that are gathered together. He should defend his people that remain. Mm-hmm. Verse, verse 50. Yeah. And then shall he show them great wonders. 51. Then said I, O Yahweh that bears rule, show me this. Wherefore, I have seen the man coming up from the midst of the sea. Good. So there you go right there. Now, now go back and read verse 40. What is the name of these people that is coming to the Western world called Osiris, proper name, Shem, the Western world? What people is coming there, young lion? Back up and give me verse 40 and put a name on who, who are these people that's coming from the eastern world of Shem going to the western world by name, what is their name? Second Ezra, chapter 13, verse 40. Those are the ten tribes of Israel. The ten tribes of Israel. So that's the name of the one that you call Aborigines. The indigenous peoples of the land, Indians, 
All of man is polluted, distorted. Them are the ten tribes of Israel. Now, when did they start coming that way? Mother going to start it off and tell you exactly when it took his counsel toward going to a fatherland that never a man drilled at. They've been back and forth over there pulling off gold and ivory and all that kind of stuff, tin and, and bring it back. But they didn't live there as a nation. So when did they start this girl thinking that we can make our move? They make their move on, on their own. Somebody had to say something to make it happen. Let's see, Mother. We're going to EZRA book of Ezra 1, verse 1, Mother. Let's, let's find out. Remember, we know what to believe. All that the spirits have spoken. We all have to believe. We're going to 1, 1, Mother. EZRA 1, 1. And find out when did they start making their move from the eastern world to the western world. We're going to find out. We're going to document it in EZRA 1 1. And we'll read a little bit. Come on, Mother E. Let's read a little bit and see what's going on in EZRA 1 1. The book of Ezra, chapter 1, verse 1. Now, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Yahweh by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled. The Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom. Proclamation. Hey, hold on, Mother. Hey, Mother, he made a proclamation. So he made a proclamation. So hold that point. Proverbs chapter 16, verses 1 to, to 4. Mm-hmm. 
Verse 1 reads, The preparation of the mind and man and the answer of the tongue is from the Yahweh. Verse 2 reads, All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Yahweh with the spirit. Mm-hmm. Verse 3 reads, Commit thy work unto the Yahweh, and thy thoughts shall be established. Yeah. Verse 4 reads, The Yahweh has made all things for himself. Yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he made the wicked. <laughs> so he made, right. he made the wicked. What reason that, uh, what reason that, uh, the wicked for? The day of evil. That's right. And, and, and what's going on there now? Evil. So That's right. what's made these days. And that what's going on there now? You can't even get in your
and put it also in writing, saying. Yeah, go that one, Moses. You see that? So now, so he ain't running nothing either. Ain't no key. Ain't nobody running nothing. Everybody running things by permission. No such thing. No war against no good and evil. All the good and evil between your ears. Yahweh run this thing absolute. Yahweh. So Yahweh is putting in the line of Cyrus to fulfill what Jeremiah had said. So Yahweh waited on Cyrus to be born, a Persian king. And he put it in the mind of Jeremiah. And the timeline, he put this in his mind. You write it down in your book. That's 536 B.C. Write it down, 536 B.C. So now Yahweh got into his sleep. And Yahweh put in his mind to do something. Now, mother, what did Yahweh put in Cyrus' mind to do in 536 B.C.? Verse 2. Book of Ezra, first book of Ezra, chapter 1, verse 2. Thus said Cyrus, king of Persia, Yahweh, Yahweh of heaven, has given me all the kingdom of the earth, and he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. You see that? So he's been charged to. He's been charged to build a house. That means redo the temple. And Jerusalem is in Judah. So he said he's been charged to do that. His mind told him to build back the temple back up in Jerusalem. But it's Judah. And where well, is verse 3, mother? Verse 3. Who is there among you? Of all his people, his Yahweh be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Yahweh, temple of Yahweh of Israel. He is the Yahweh, which is in Jerusalem. Talk to you. you see that? Now you see that? Now he asked this. He asking the ones of the of the something. He asking the ones that's of the captivity. Okay, up under his rim. He had about 120 provinces. He said, Who among you wanna go up and not wanna go up, general up there and do it and build the temple? Now you that's not gonna happen with us. When we in order, he's gonna put in the mind of some big dignitaries. Maybe more than one, two, or three. He's going to put in his mind that I'm going to go over there. I'm going to get in contact with the boss over to his life. And I'm going to do something big. He's going to put in, that's why I say, once we're in order, you'll see the next move. But we got to be be able to deal with this Bible because when y'all make his move, don't look at them with your eyes on high, same way Cyrus is doing it right now. Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Yahweh put it in his mind to fulfill what he told Jeremiah. That's all. What he told Jeremiah. He told Jeremiah they're going to do it. Cyrus, he gave, he gave him Cyrus by name. By name. He said, 
said, God going to come do this in thy name. If you read, you read the policy of it in Isaiah and in Second Chronicles, this thing was called exactly what we're going to do. And see, the seal's job is to know what's going on. We knew the name of the man that's going to say it. It's going to be King Cyrus. See? So when King Cyrus came into power, Yahweh let it run real good. He put the children of Israel, especially Judah, knowing the kingdom was already scattered, but he was he was running all of them too. So the northern kingdom talking about this after Cyrus is talking about this. Because everybody had an option to come back. But the northern kingdom said, well, we need to go to another land because we didn't do nothing right in our own land. So they didn't, they didn't come back in 536. They went to another land of Shem where no man dwells. And that's why you understand some of the poverty is right. So when did the children of the northern kingdom come to uh, Shem's second part called Alcaris, which is called Shem's second land? We read the documentation. When Cyrus in right is getting ready to tell, led by Judah, something, and make verse. What verse supposed to say that, Mother? Hey, Mother Eve, what verse supposed to say? Verse supposed. <laughs> and whosoever remains in any place where he so journeys, let the man of his place help him with silver and with gold. And we're good, and we're beast. Beside the beast. Let me a beast here. Huh? That's it, beast. Beside the free will offering for the remnant temple of Yahweh that is in Jerusalem. Not my Jesus. Did you hear it, Mother? So that's not going to happen with us. He'll put in the minds of big dignitaries. He said, you know, I'm hearing the voice over to his life. They got all that land over there. And I, I'm going to go ahead and drop, I'm going to drop my brick in on it. I'm going to make an offering. See? But we know you're making an offering because y'all going to put it in you to do it. That's why we keep saying we got to be in order. Because when it happens, it's going to hit. It's going to hit big. But we got to be in order because we... If you do it right now, we, we ain't in order. We got to be prepared to meet them where they had in the Bible. Teach the Bible uncut, understand our role and position, understand how that if you got a better head, her position, and we read last night the most worthless man Yahweh ever created last night, but one thing he did do, he repented. But he walked softly behind that. We read that last night. The worthless man that ever been made by Yahweh, it was told last night and what? What verse was that? 25, 21, uh, 21, 25 of 2 Kings. The worst man that Yahweh ever made. He thought Cain was worse. No, no, he was a man worse than that. He said, ain't nobody been like this man. Mm. It just, this is the worst guy I ever made in my life. Mm-hmm. But one thing about it, he done something that we want to do as a people, but he walked softly. That's what Yahweh said. Because he see Yahweh got him like Baruch. He had Baruch so how the war was mean. But Yahweh had him to walk softly. 
but he repented, but not understanding that you're supposed to lead by example. And first of all, he had a Zedabonian wife of another nation, the sin of the ham, not going to do his color. He had no one, a Zedabonian. Then it's a king. That was a no-no from the get-go. You see that? So he was all out of order, and Yahweh had him to walk softly. Yeah. Read a bit more, Mother. Verse 5. Like an Ezra, I mean, Ezra, chapter 1, verse 5. Then rose up the chief of the fathers of Yahweh Judah, and Benjamin, and the priests, and the Levites, with all them whose spirit Yahweh had raised to go up to build the temple of the Yahweh, which is in Jerusalem.
Kafatar and the Syrians from Kur. You see that? So he compared them to the Mongolians. Uh, that what he did? He compared them to the Chinese, the Japanese, the white man and the white woman. Did he do that? He compared them to Kujites. That's right. And word Ethiopia only means burnt faced people. That's not a, a, a race. That is a complexion. Ethiopia is complexion, meaning dark-skinned people. Mm-hmm. Don't mean Kushite. It means dark-skinned people. That's what he compares you to. Dark-skinned people. That's what Ethiopia means. The dark land people. That's what they first look like coming to America. The land of Shem. They were many shades of brown. The, the ancient Ten Northern tribes came over here in 536 B.C. And we read the documentation when they were, they took the council. They didn't just take the council because they was in captivity since 722. No, they couldn't go nowhere until Cyrus was born and Cyrus said, if y'all want to go back to your homeland and do that, they said, no. And now, to fulfill a prophecy that's in Deuteronomy, the head by Ephraim, he knew he got to push the people from that big birthday there. Tell me out, Brother McCall, he got to push the people somewhere. Now, see, that's big birth. See, that's how the Bible operates. So now, he had, he had to fulfill a prophecy. So now, in, in the book of Deuteronomy there, Hey, Mother, hold your point now. We're coming back there with a marker there. But we're going back to Deuteronomy 34. Uh, Young Lion Micaiah. See, that's why you got to drop Luke 12, 12. You dictate the lesson. Because when you start seeing people out about weed up, you hear brother all about I'm the native, original aborigines and all that. Listen. (laughs) That don't work when you put some book on it. <laughs> See, we put in the book. We telling you exactly what the book says. And, and Mother read earlier what you're supposed to believe. All that you see yourself as it's written. That's why the song says in Luke 24 and, and Acts 15 15. Believe it says when he showed it to you in right. He said, I will do nothing but show my sins what what it's all about. See, we we, we don't unlock the book of people. And we pass it on to them. So now, in the 34th chapter, there are young lines, the 33rd chapter we want. We want to look at something that is written in Deuteronomy. We want, to, we, want to, we want to read about um, the prophecy, what was, but I'm struggling right now. So anybody want to help to stay out on what he's struggling right now, around about the 32nd, 33rd chapter, when it talks about it in Deuteronomy, when Ephraim and Vanessa. 33, 17. Okay, good. Let's take it around about 
first time on. Okay. Go up a little higher. Go up a little higher there, young line. Okay. Verse number. Around my verse 16. Yeah, pick around my verse 16. Yeah, pick around my verse 16. Yeah, pick around my verse 16, that young line. Thank you. Right. Young line, yeah. I like that. Verse 16. Pick around my verse 16. All right. We're going over to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 33, and we won't verse number 16. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 33, verse number 16. Verse 16 reads, And for the precious things of the earth and fullness thereof, and for the good will of him that dwelt in the bush, let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Verse 17. His glory is like the firstling of his bullock, and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. With gather to the ends of the earth. And they are the ten thousands of Ephraim, and they are the thousands of Manasseh. Hey, that's up. Yeah. Did you hear that? So the end of the earth, that is the Western world. Yeah. The end of the earth, they're going to come from the east, going to the west. So Ephraim, it was already prophesied by Moses, Exactly how the children of the northern kingdom are going to get over here. Ephraim and Vanessa going to put them all the way over to the west. See, you know, that's what I say. You know, we got to come down, but we got to let the best unbuck the gums and talk that smack. Ephraim and Vanessa, they led the ten tribes the one that was among the ten tribes, over to America. We know it was prophesied by Moses in the first five books who were going to do it. Then when Cyrus was born, he put in Cyrus' mind and let him go. And the children of northern kingdom fulfilled this prophecy right here. So they one got in the narrow path and got in Yahweh direct them all the way over to the Western world, which is the second part of Shem, because he knew those of Shem's descendants must be in two parts of land only, east or west. If they are north or south, they are upon a curse. So he told them, he put in their mind to go west, over to the Western world, which is their grandfather land, Shem. You see that? Now we know the prophecy of it right here. That was um, what time was this prophecy? When Moses gave the prophecies, what time was that? We need to write in our book. See, I'm saying something. Got to let out, take our rightful position. If you want Yahweh to come in, you have to you have to be precise. So when Moses told him that, what time was that? That was the time around um, 1451 B.C. Moses prophesied around about 1451 B.C. Write it in your Bible. When Moses prophesied, it was in 1451 B.C. That's when he prophesied about 
we're going to take them over there. But you can read about all that Genesis, you know, back in the beginning, when, you know, when, you know, back there. But Moses prophesied the northern kingdom would be led by Ephraim and Manasseh. They is going to put the children of the northern kingdom, ten tribes, no portion of ten tribes. Not all or all, a lot of them just went back and got up on the Judah's bound. So they've been over here since 536 B.C. Prophesied in 1451 for it to come. So you see how this Bible, this is the greatest piece of literature here because 1451 and 536, how many years divided, how many years contracted is that? That probably came and fulfilled fulfillment in five thirty six when Cyrus let him go. But it was prophesied in post fifty one. How many years in between that? That's why I say, you know, you can't you can't tell Yahweh about what time he already got it written down and he ain't gonna move until the things of prophecy fulfilled. How many years in between that? That they had to go through their trouble there. Who give me who gonna subtract that from me? Four, 
besides all that was with him, besides all that was willing, a willing offering. What, 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 what kind of, hey, hey, mother, what, what kind of offering that the Almighty stirred up in them to do? What kind of, what kind of offering, mother? A willing offering. You see that? So you see that? That's when you know that. That's when we know we own something when they start doing the willing offering. That's the word right there. You know, right there, willing offering. And what they do in verse seven? Verse seven. All Cyrus the king brought forth the vessels of of the temple of the Yahweh, which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem, them, and had put them in the temple of his Yahweh. Verse 8. Verse 8. What even though the siren king of virgins reigned forth by the hand of Nephthys, that the treasure, and numbered them unto the priest of Judah. The prince of who? The prince of Judah. You see that? So, so Judah, the Judah's the lead tribe. Well, Judah had control of this, and Ephraim and Benethanim, a lot of them left and came to America. And thought, so now you know exactly. So now we know how. Why don't you do the movie? Or, why don't you do a direct movie on what really happened? It is real. We're back. With all the world that want to come back, and then they went on back to their homeland, and they start building the temple. See, but here goes now. You got the, the timeline when it happened. So Judah is the one that went back, and all of the Israelites went with Judah, and then they done their thing. A lot of the Israelites of Northern Kingdom they came to America, Jim, second part of the land. Here's what happened. See, see, that's that's when you're teaching. See, that's, that's unrebukable teaching when you got the timeline, break down the book. They made a woolen offering, took care of some business, and that's a great thing. Now, um, Brother Titus. Yes, sir. That's my, give me, now, give me my book. Now, give me my book. They've been going two hours. Now, give me my book of... Uh, Jubilee. Now, now I understand my, my Jubilee now. Now, what are we going to Jubilee again now? Uh, the Book of Jubilees. Oh, uh, yeah, the Book of Jubilees. Going to the Book of Jubilees. Read chap, uh, chapter 9, verse 14 and 15. Book, Book of Jubilees, chapter... Uh, no, 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 Jasper. Yeah, chapter 21. Um... Yes, sir. Okay, yes, wait, sir. Hold on, don't, don't cut those things out. Let, let it... Take a deep breath. Let me let me get my words out there. You know what I'm saying? Well, now, we will agree now that you're going to have a lot of them is not going to see uh, a brother, Micaiah, they're not going to see uh, 40 of Jeremiah 1, 2, 3, 4. See, they're not going to see this right here. 
Hey, Brother Mackay, what's in Jeremiah 40, 1, 2, 3, 4? All right, we're going over here to the book of Jeremiah to share. From chapter 40, we're going to read verse 1, 2, 3, and verse number 4. The book of Jeremiah to share. We're going to read verse number 1, 2, verse number 3, and verse number 4. The book of Jeremiah to share, chapter 40, verse number 1, and it reads, The word that came to Jeremiah to share from the YHWH Yahweh. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar Adan, the captain of the guard, had let him go from Ramah. When he had taken him, being bound in chains among all that were carried away captive, in captive of Yadda Judah. And Yadda Judah was carried away captive unto Babylon. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 40, verse number 2, verse 2 reads, And the captain of the guard took Jeremiah the seer and said unto him, The YHWH, your Yahweh, have pronounced this evil upon this place. Verse 3, Now the YHWH, Yahweh, have bought it and done according as he has said, because you have sinned against the YHWH, Yahweh, and have not obeyed his voice. Therefore, this thing is come upon you. Verse 4. And now, behold, I loose you this day from the chains which were upon your hands. If it seem good unto you to come with me into Babylon, come, and I will look well unto you. But if it seem ill unto you to come with me into Babylon, forbear. Behold, all the land is before you whether it seemed good or convenient for you to go, there, go. Now, 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 now did he do that on good conscience? Now, according to what we read in 18, when he came to Jeremiah, did he do that? I know his king, Nebuchadnezzar, told him to, uh, but did they do that in good conscience? What, 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 what really happened? Let's see which one of the young lions can tell me what really happened. By when it, when that was told to King Nebuchadnezzar, to this big general, to go over there and get Jeremiah out. What really happened? According to what we've read so far in the, in the night lesson. Well, Yahweh has stirred, stirred up the uh, king's mind to go do that for Jeremiah to see. That's right. That's right. You see what's going on? Ain't nobody running right. nothing. That's Ain't right. nobody running nothing but Yahweh. And that's the same thing mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell the national audience and tell the mm-hmm. fiction on the camera. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to do the same thing. He's going to set the spirit up. That's why I keep telling y'all. Get in order. Get your 2640 in. <laughs> Get your house. You know, because when y'all make it through, you know it ain't no accident. He's taking all the land. North, east, south, west. He's playing everything.
This is a Spanish <laughs> word. I'm going to put it to you again. They're going to tell you exactly what you want to know. See, we already way ahead of it, but we want to bring it out. B L A N Q U E A M L E N Q O. You ask your piece of, you just repeat on your piece of bone the letters, and they'll tell you what they'll tell you how to pronounce it and tell you what it means. So we want to just drop it off on the national audience. B L A N Q U E A M L E N T O. Put it in your piece of bone and um, just just pronounce the words and see what come up, what come back, what it means. Who got that? All right. Okay. Ask that piece of phone, B-L-A-N-Q-U-E-A-M-L-E-N-T-O. Ask that old, that old one out statement what that, what that word means. All right. Okay. B-L-A-N-Q-U-E-A-M-L-E-N-T-O. Okay. L-E-N-T-O. What that word mean? Okay. Okay. Recomento. We got some do with Spanish. I'm going uh, Let me see. Recomento. Whiting a race such as marrying a white person. So as to have lighter skin, lighter skin children. I don't know if that's the exact meaning. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's your point. Blocamento, yeah, that's right. That's right. Say it again, say it again, y'all learn. All right, it's a blocamento, blocamento. Okay, it says here, blocamento. It says the concept of Bacamento refers to ethnic, um, cultural, or racial whitening Bacamento in ideology as well as a social practice. Or you got one here. It's another one here. Notice, now, now, the reason why we saying that word, the, the, the Indians they put before you is these type of Indians right here. They never mm-hmm. tell you that the like uh, you you put these up, but you, you really you dig back. This is what his word come in at. It's a Spanish word for showing you mm-hmm. that they now they have lightened up the Indians. Now they got right. five mm-hmm. out of Indians. They got all right. Mike Cook Brown and yeah. all that right there. But the original one, these are the ones they put up front for you to see. Like you see all the movies, like uh, remember all the Western movies they see the Indians. They, they show you these. They don't show you those the real Indians of the middle life or right. dark skin, woolly hair. They'll show you. They'll put these ones up front. And they'll right. put this long word, fast word. All that word means what? What again? Tell me something. That's right. We, we right. Don't, so y'all understand what, what the seer trying to bring to the table? 
they'll put this long word on, the Spanish word. But this was the Spanish gave us, and these the ones they put up front today. They put the ones that are Mongolians or all types of Indians because they use this word, and they, they'll classify these as Indians, but really Israelites, but the but the Indians that came over here, if you call Indian Israelites, they were dark skinned with woolly hair, like the Romax were. But these are the ones they have put before you right here, the ones they can find that they have been some kind of way been tainted and mixed in with somebody, and they'll call them that. And you know the one they call the Aborigines, and uh, the Aborigines, and that was the other word is, um, uh, what's the other word? Aborigines and um, indigenous people. Yeah. But they never be the one behind them. They use this word and put them down. They ain't going, this is the word they're going to put on the table for you. And what's that word mean again, y'all are? Okay, backwardmental. It says whiteness of a race, such as marrying a white person. So as to have lighter skinned children. You see that? You see they do? See, I'll tell you something. They, um, hey, Sister Judith, what they are to us, and give me, um, what I need. Oh, she wants to bad. Uh, you know, I got to have to forget what I need in 14 verse 9 a number. Hey, Sister Judith, what is saying 14 verse 9 a number? Oh, she, she, was it going to take a look? Well, yeah. well, I'll, read, I'll read that, uh, Mother E. And Mother E, read that uh, number 14, verse 9. Hey, Mother E. Yeah, what does number 14, verse 9 say? Okay. Book of Numbers, chapter 14, verse 9 reads. Only rebel not you against the Yahweh, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and and the Yahweh is with us. Fear, fear them not. You see the man fear? They bred for us, y'all. Mm-hmm. We know the ones they call it. Now, if you, now if you watch these all the other life camps or whatever, they always will bring up some aborigines and all that. And all. But now, them the ones that you want um, you, you ain't showing the real aborigines. I mean, you know, for the ones that are the, are the 10 other tribes, they dark skin, and you keep pulling them back. This is the long word they, they put up front of you, and they, then they keep on pushing up, they bring that five Indian in there. See? That's pale, that's pale and red. Like, mm-hmm. and like, bring you remember that movie, Tonto and the Long Ranger? <laughs> that's about the coat, darkness they're going to get, this Tonto. But no, <laughs> it was much darker than that. But yeah. this is what, what you put up there. Do you put this word, oh, shit, forget it. But that's what you do. See, we, we got you because I'm telling you something, the more you pull back the children of Israel, you're going to run into one basically brown color and with wide nose, and but a lot of them 
from the northern kingdom has straight hair now. A lot of from the northern kingdom, they had straight hair. But you see, mm-hmm. as a king, a wide nose and big lips with straight hair. Right. So I'm at Jasper chapter 23, the book of Jasper chapter 23. Figure verse 40. All right, Jasper chapter 23, verse 40 reads. It says, And Abraham went with Isaac towards the place that Yahweh had told him. Verse 41. And on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place at a distance which Yahweh had told them of. shall be spoken for. Verse 9. If she be a wall, we will build upon her a palace of silver. And if she be a door... What what he he called his little sister now? He had no breath. He had no breath. But if she be a what? But if she be a what? He said, if she be a wall. Oh! So he's describing her as a wall. That means she's going to be a sister with no understanding. That's going to mean with no breath. Because, you know, no breath, you know. So we're we getting there. But that means no understanding. But if she be a what, a what, young lion? First time, did she be a wall? 
called he called he called this woman to be a wall. Go ahead. We will build upon her a palace. And we're going to build on her a, a, a palace. So now, so what he's, he, he's describing the, the woman as a wall and a palace. See, remember, this is all hip talk, and this is dark sand talking. See, mm-hmm. everybody's going to read the book currently, God. but we read it spiritually, driving a woman as a wall, Gary. Okay, picking it back up in the middle of verse 9. And I'm a palace of silver, and if she be a door, we will enclose her with boards of cedar. You see that? And now she describes as a door. Now, who who else describes himself as a door? See, the Bible... Mm. You're not gonna understand this Bible reading it currently and you I don't care what education you got, but who is this door? Uh, Mother E. Let's go to uh this is a thinking man's game. When Yaqua was talking, that's why he could talk in parables and dark sands. But you got to know what this stuff means. So when we get in Revelation real shortly, and you'll be hearing these words, then it's going to come to mind, this is only something that was full describing the people. Hallelujah, bro. This woman. This woman. Uh-huh. And you know we call a woman this daughter, this woman. And he's talking about a people, but he using dark sand because they were prepared to understand he talked about a woman but what woman is he talking about? Is he talking about the woman? What woman is he talking about? Let's go and precept your Bible and see what woman in the 54th chapter that he's talking about. What what woman? See, see, that's what I say. He's waiting on he's waiting on when you read this Bible, remember the Bible have a double meaning. Everybody spoke it, but it wasn't terrible. It was plain. It's like when you're on the corner, you hear all that hip talking, and Mister Esau and the white man might want to walk by and hear you speaking, but he can't understand the words you're saying. You've been talking speaking English, but he said, "I can't understand. I can't understand none of that." That's the point we're making. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. You're going to know who's who when you can know how to precept and break down this woman he's talking about. And we're going to 54th chapter and see verse 5 and 6, what it says. Isaiah. Verse 54. Okay, come on. Yeah, come on, y'all. Verse number 54. Verse 5 reads For your maker is your husband. The Yahweh of hosts is his name. 
and your Redeemer, the Righteous One of Israel. The Yahweh of the whole earth shall he be called. Verse 6, for the Yahweh has called you as a woman forsaken and breathed in spirit, a wife of you, when you was refused, says the Yahweh. You see that? So you see, mm-hmm. when you're talking about this woman that had no breath, he was talking about the children of Israel with no understanding. So you know, so when he talking to somebody mm-hmm. outside of this knowledge, He's he laying by a woman ain't got no breath. What, what happened? She must have had count and got a breath cut off. He ain't talking about that. He's talking about <laughs> the plain, dark sand of the children of Israel. And somebody was to come and unlock his book, and you hear him now up on the voices of the children's life. Unlocking his book now. See, we saying... That every time you see words there, it's a precept, it's a spiritual understanding. He ain't talking about no woman with no breath. See, we he, right. he talking about a people with no understanding, and the woman he's talking about is the children of Israel. Oh, y'all go on. Come on back and read 8, verse 9, and, and Psalm, Psalm, Psalm 8, verse 9 and 10. Now watch it. All right. I'm coming back over to the book of Psalms and Psalms. We're going to read chapter 8. Now we read verse number 10. The book of Psalms and Psalms. Read 9 again. Read 9 again. 9 down to 11. Make it, take it on down to verse. Read 9 to 11. All right. We're going over to the book of Psalms of Solomon. We're going to pick it up at chapter 8, verse 9 down to verse number 11. Verse 9 reads, If she be a wall, we will build upon silver, and keep a door. We will enclose her with borders of cedar. Verse ten. I am a wall, and my breast like towers. When then was I in his eyes as one that found faith. Verse number eleven. Solomon had a vineyard at Baal-Hamon. He let out the vineyard in unto keepers. Everyone for the fruit thereof was to bring a thousand pieces of silver. Ain't that something? Now, mm-hmm. see that? Now, you see all that good stuff you said now. The average other nation, they think he's talking about one thing. He's talking about, he said, he said I, I am a wall. But he said, he said, but somebody else put this in my hand. So who is this one that is the door and the wall? Hey, Mother Eve, what is it we can read over there in uh, St. John chapter 10, verse 1 and 10? 1, 9 and 10, Mother. What is it in 1, 9 and 10? Hey, Mother Eve. What it says in St. John 10, 1, 9, and 10? St. John chapter 10, verse 1, 9, and 10. Okay. St. John chapter 10, verse 1. St. John chapter 10, verse 1. Very, very. Truly, truly, I say unto you. 
He just <laughs> entered not by the door into the mm. depot, but climbs up some other way. The same mm-hmm. is a thief and a robber. Verse 9. I am the door mm. by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastors. Verse 10. The thief cometh not for the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So you see, so you see what Solomon was telling you about. Yahweh the Son was speaking through Solomon, letting him know that me, I'm the door, I'm the, I'm this, I'm that, and that if you come any other way to die, this door, that means through the teaching of Yahweh, he also gonna call himself a stone. See, you can go on and on with this good stuff. Here. This is the greatest piece of literature is, and that's when you gotta know the calling is on you. When you're able to look in this book and start seeing all these precepts jumping out to you, it ain't talking about no woman with no breath. It's talking about the children of Israel with no understanding going into captivity. Yeah, and how they were coming out of it. Because they're going to try to come up another way, and they're not going to come through the door, which is Yahweh the Son, the way he got written in the Bible. It's going to be all out of order. And it's going to be in lands that don't blow to us because somebody have a great job for us. I don't care what they got going on in the southern world or the northern world. The children of Shem don't belong to the one of the land. I don't care how long the money is. Because it, be, it might be a musical chair time. Catch you in them land. He's going to do you some damage. They're like you got the Pope now over there in Japanic land. And think he owns some. But y'all are going to roast him with some pie. See? And he's going to roast him by being in America. He's going to roast him by being in Israel because he's going to be in Mount Fear when he come back. See? So we already know you ain't on a ticking time, Mom. You you check on them. You're in trouble. See? See? You got to know how to flee to your own country, but you got to know what is your country. Come on back there. A bunch of times, come on back there and give me some of that, um, give me some more of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I'm going to be quiet now. We're going to bring Mother Z in now. So I'm going to give you a ticket on down to, to, to the last verse real quick. That, I'm, I'm going to be quiet because time, it's time for Mother Z to come in and give a commentary on the precept understanding of what we're going to pick up on tape 18. Come on. All right. I'm, uh, I'm at uh, verse 42 of Jackson chapter 23. Go on. All right, Jasper chapter 23, verse 42. And a pillar of fire appeared unto him that reached from the earth to heaven and a cloud of glory upon the mountain. And the glory of Yahweh was seen in the cloud. Verse 43. And Abraham said to Isaac, My son, do you see? And that mountain, which will proceed at a distance, that which I see upon it. Verse 44. And Isaac answered and said unto his father, I see, and lo, a pillar of fire and a cloud, and the glory of Yahweh 
is seen upon the cloud. Verse 45. And Abraham knew that his son Isaac was accepted before Yahweh for a burnt offering. Verse 46. And Abraham said to Eleazar and to Ishmael, his son, Do you also see that which we see upon the mountain, which is at a distance? Verse 47. And he answered and said, We see nothing more than like the other mountains of the earth. And Abraham knew that they were not accepted before Yahweh to go with them. And Abraham said unto them, Abide ye here with the ass, while I and Isaac, my son, will go to yonder mount and worship there before Yahweh, and then return to you. Verse 48. Mm-hmm. And Eleazar and Ishmael remained in that place. As Abraham had commanded. Eliezer 
his right hand man, and he knew that his firstborn son, Ishmael, was not chosen by Yahweh. Because he asked him, do you, do you see it? They said, no, we don't see nothing but mountains. <laughs> see? Uh-huh. And then Abraham knew from that point that Yahweh was not working with them, although they healed among you. You have to know who's working among you, and you will know from this book. He don't give you all information. You know, this book goes to light your fire. You suppose, you know, you get thrust right behind it and start murmuring and complaining. You got to know these things. See, with the ones that be enlightened, when they hear it, yeah, they add on to it. They get happy when they hear a good three-step put together. They don't start murmuring and complaining and backbiting behind it. See, you got to know these things. When time to come. All right, we'll stop right there. We're going to bring Mother Z in, and Mother Z going to give you what the Almighty I'm put on her to tell you. So when you meet Moses with a loud voice, he said, one of the Moses out of Camp 1, Moses, y'all probably be there to see Israel. Yeah, well, I bless and keep you still, Israel, a royal seed. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God, Moses. See, Moses, a lot of them ain't going to see it, Moses. They ain't going to see it. You know, we be, be, be saying, uh, we praying for the one that's here and the one that's not here. The one that's not here because they don't see it. That's the point. And and, and and Abraham told you plainly, hey, they're not accepted. Because because you, you're the law for the blob in time for the seven days. If you see what this book is saying and all these precepts and how this book is going to open up to you and you'll get happier and happier, this book will make you happy. When I hear a good precept, yeah, well. Lord, I get happy with a good precept. Did I be find out he's the wall, the woman with no breath. She's talking about the children of Israel with no understanding. Yeah, going into captivity. Yeah, but he's telling them after his back, he quoted words. that they come back to me, yes, so that I will open their eyes up from the blind. See? I'm the wall, I'm the door, and we're gonna re- and when we get the revelation with the same spirit, we're gonna start hearing the same conversation again, and then you'll say, Oh, I remember. I remember wisdom of Solomon 8, 8 through 11. And then you're going to talk the same thing, but it's going to be decoded. So what you be thinking, you come out walls. And I believe you're talking about walls, but what wall is up? It's just so much. But we'll deal with it and time to come. Hey, Mosey, what, what old Almighty put on you and put on, on tape 18? You're on the clock. Come on. I'm going to read in. In uh, this Ezra, the regular book, in uh, Ezra, I'm going to start reading that. Just read, uh, it's more of it than that, but I'm going to start reading at 68. Um, Ezra, chapter 2, verse 68. And some of the chiefs of of their fathers, which they... When they came to the temple of the Yahweh, which is at Jerusalem, offered free free will of the temple of the Yahweh to set it up in 
its place. They gave after the ability unto the treasure. I know, I know the word. T of the works um, uh, scores and one hundred works treasure of the work. Uh, it just says score and one thousand views of uh, D of gold and five thousand pounds of silver and one hundred priest garments verse seventy. So the priests and the Levites and some of the people and the sight of the priests who it and uh I don't know, in dwell in the city and all dwell, dwell there, dwell in their cities and all Israel in their city. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Dogs with you, 
and you got and you got you got know that you're gonna be uh, hanging around this lamb and everything. Got a whole lot of priests up in there. We'll take care of Wednesday. Close statement, and mother. Take your time, mother Z. Eat and give us a close statement. We'll catch you Wednesday night. This rock. Come on. Okay, thank you, Grace. Thank you, Grace, and y'all for, for the class. Thank you, Grace, and y'all for, for the ones that listen. Thank you, Grace, and y'all for, for the teachers. And just thank you, Grace, and y'all for, for the class. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you got a whole lot of stuff in here um, in that 21st chapter. Mm-hmm. And they uh, should walk in the light. Um, you got a line, Brother Titus. Let's see, let's see how you're walking the light. Yes, sir. Let's run to uh, St. John 14, verse 6. Let's see how you're walking the light. They're going to walk in the light. Yeah, they're going to walk in the light. And it says in verse 27, they were uh, written in the, the Lamb's Book of Life. Mm-hmm. You don't you walk in that light. How you walk in the light? What light are you talking about? You're going to walk in. All right, you're going to Book of Job. Uh, 14, verse 6, and go to 12, verse 8. Yes, sir. See what's going on, 12, verse 8. Mm-hmm. John chapter 14, verse 6. The book of John chapter 14, verse 6 reads, Yahweh the Son said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Mm-hmm. 12, verse 8. John chapter 12, verse 8 reads, John chapter 12, verse 8. Oh, John 8, 12. That's right, John 8, 12. 8, 12? Okay. Yeah, John 8, 12. Yes, sir. John 8, 12. Okay, 8, 12. Yes, sir. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake out by the Son again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follow me should not walk in darkness, but should have the light of life. Mm-hmm. And they'll have the light of, of light. And, and what is it like they're going to have uh, in 2031 there, uh, young line? What, what, is, what is the light of life they're going to have in 2031 of St. John? Wait, 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 what is he talking about? Is he talking, in, he talking again in dark sands? And, yeah. Everything he did was dark, sad, terrible, mystery, but it really wasn't no mystery. It was people those that that the law. They caught on to it. They caught on to what he was saying. And then they added on to it. And that's how all I'm talking. You think you read something that's plain as everything, but it ain't it ain't plain at all. It's a dark thing. Yes, sir. you have you can be in the the book of of life. So what you read? You know, how you get this life? And then give me Malachi three sixteen to eighteen to close the statement. There, young young line, brother Titus. So, I just yeah. Give me um twenty thirty one to find what his life is. Mhm. 
John chapter Yes, sir. John chapter 20, verse 31, read. But these are written that you might believe that Yahweh the Son is Yahweh, the Mm -hmm. Son of Yahweh the Father, and that believing you might have life through his name. So you you saw the life is in the name. So you tell them then and now, they be coming all around with that. And the life is in the name. And then, then in Romans 7 verse 1, what it says about it, there, you online, what it says in um, 7 verse 1, the life, the life, the life is in the name. And, and what is the name represented in 7 verse 1? All right, the book of Romans. The book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 1 reads, Know ye not, brethren, by speak to them that know the law, how that the law had dominion over a man as long as he lived. chapter 3, verse 16 reads, Then they that feared Yahweh, faith offered one to another, and Yahweh hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared Yahweh and that thought upon his name. Verse 17, And they should be mine, said Yahweh of hosts, and that day would I make up my jewels, and I will spare them, as a man spared his own son that served him. Verse 18. Then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth Yahweh and him that serveth him not. See that? He said, then you see, you be able to watch everybody from the page of the book. That's how you be able to watch everybody. You see, yeah. I don't care who you are, mama. Daddy, me, everybody. You just watch the Bible, and the Bible will unfold exactly what's going on as if you believe the Bible. All right, young lion, put your clothes in the behind there. Take it down and bring it out. Yes, sir. All right. My closing. Okay. All right. I'm going to the book of Maccabees. For the book of Maccabees, let's see what I want. All right. For the book of Maccabees. All right. Book of Maccabees. Make that second Maccabees. All right. All right. Second Maccabees. All right. Chapter 1, verse 28. Second Maccabees. Chapter 1, verse 28. 
Verse 27 reads, Gather those together that are scattered from us. Deliver them that serve among the heathen, nation of Esau and his five sons. Look upon them that are despised and abhorred, and let the heathen, nation of Esau and his five sons, know that you are our Yahweh. Verse 28, punish them that oppress us, and with pride do us wrong. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, there you are, man. All right. Down to Brother Makai. Now, Brother Makai, read me Revelation 21, verse 1 and 2. Uh, y'all lying, Brother Makai. What it reads in Revelation 21, verse 1 and 2. Now, with all we done here today, let's see, let's see, let's see what we're working with. 21, verse 1 and 2. All right, we're going over to the book of Revelation, chapter 21. We want to read verse number one and verse number two. The book, the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse one reads, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Verse two. And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, Yada Judah, coming down from Yahweh out of heaven, prepared as a bride adored for her husband. Now, yeah. Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, oh, yeah. Now, uh, Brother Titus, come back and read that. That verse, and remember if you just got your reading. Now, you read Come back and read that verse again. And remember it again. Yeah, uh, yeah. Come on back again and read again, uh, all right, reading uh, the entire prophecy, the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 1 reads. No, 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 what, no. Hope, what you just got to read prior to it, you read, what you read, 21, 14, or 16, well, I'm one you just got to read. Not what you got to read, but you got to, but you just got to read. Oh, Okay. Oh yeah, that was uh, um yeah Malachi chapter three sixteen to eighteen. No no no, when you I mean Revelation, you read something in Revelation, young man. You read in Revelation. <laughs> okay. okay, Revelation twenty one twenty four to twenty seven. <laughs> what 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 did you just got to read? Did you take notes of what you just got to read? In Revelation, oh, yeah. but you just just read it just. Hey, no, never mind. Are you didn't take no notes on that? That's okay. Revelation, you okay. Inside, uh, you didn't write nothing down? You just read it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah I wrote something. Yeah. I mentioned what, 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 what you write down. Okay. And I know he's reading Revelation. Uh, now, what about you? What were you reading? Okay, you yeah, my closing was uh, Malachi, Malachi chapter three, sixteen to eighteen. What's there, what's there, mother, mother? Second Maccabee. That was your closing. Oh, the second Maccabee. Oh, my closing statement. She watched, oh, okay. She watched you read up carefully. She watched me young lines. That's why I say, mother, every now and then you have to start bringing that picture back every now and then too, because you just see we're not here reading a lot of verses. See we. 
it, it, was, it was a trap in there, but it was a learning trap in there that you read, and you read in the book of Revelation 21. You read something. It was a trap statement in there set up for this right here. But you just only read the verses because if you didn't you didn't write it down because if you wrote it down, you said what we're talking about. But oh, if you wrote Revelation, down, you didn't write nothing down. Revelation 21, 24, 25, 26, and 27. Right, right. See that? Now, come on back and, and read one of the verses again. See, we, like I said, we got plenty of time. See, we're just not throwing a bunch of verses out. We're showing you that every verse means something, but it's coded. So, now start again what you read. That's why you got to always write down it, study what you, what you better, better have, put that hour in, and you'd be surprised what happened. Or you'd be like that brother came to class last Sabbath. He's still fucking around trying to find Genesis because he don't pick the book up until class day. That's why we got to ask him, when you got it, say hallelujah. It'll be all over the place. He won't come on the broadcast and, and get no warm-up in my back. Oh, brother Micaiah, if you get a minute, call that brother and start coming on the broadcast and, you know, get in, get into the broadcast and, you know, you ain't, you ain't getting nowhere. So call the brother one day. Tell him, no, brother, put some time on the broadcast. You'll be called to try to build you up. See? Because you, you started faking like making it, and we see right through you every time he plays. You ain't on nothing. Come on the broadcast. Put some time in it. Get with that brother. Get him on class. Get him on a couple of verses on, on the days that, you know, we on broadcast. All right. Hallelujah. Got, come on, read something. All right, Revelation chapter 21, 24 to 27. Revelation chapter 21, verse 24 reads, And the nation of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. Verse 25, And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there should be no night there. Verse 26, and they should bring the glory and honor of the nation to it. Good. That's good enough. That's good enough. It'd be, it'd, it'd be no night there. So, it's, uh, it will come a time that it's not going to be no 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 night there. Now, come on back, um, Brother McCallion. You say it's going to be no night there. So, well, wait, 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 you know, it's going to be no night there. We don't take that Wednesday anyway, but... Revelation 21, 1 and 2 again, that brother McCarty. Hmm. The book of Revelation, chapter. Was that, was that his closing he read? That was his closing? Yeah, yeah, he, he, he all good. He I, all, I, 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 I got it. It's good. Second Maccabees. It's Second Maccabees. It's Second Maccabees. My closing I read was Second Maccabees. All right, chapter 1, verse 27 and 28. Second Maccabees, chapter 1, verse 27. He said, Gather those together that are scattered from us. Deliver them that serve among the heathen, nation of Esau and his five sons. Look upon them that are despised and abhorred. And let the heathen, nation of Esau, know that you are our Yahweh. Verse 28. Punish them that oppress us and with pride. 
do us wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, your line, give me that Revelation 21, 1 and 2. All right, Revelation 21, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1 reads, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Verse 2, And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Yadadzuda, coming down from Yahweh out of heaven, prepared as a bride adored for her husband. That's big talking there. That's it. <laughs> so this this um this right. this new city was coming down, but but it was past of uh, the bride. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well. It was bride the path for a husband. But this city mm-hmm. it was this city was a path of the city was the bride. But mm-hmm. path for a husband. And you read already in 54. Oh, yeah, That's right. They're talking about, huh? See, this was decoded too. So this bride is somebody had for a husband. Uh, give me, well, really, we'll, give me, give me Jeremiah 3. <laughs> you can get on the wind. See, I'm just telling you, it's just so much, and we, and and we gonna know about Eliezer, and and we gonna know about Ishmael, but this this city was like a bride prepared for her husband. Going over to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 3. We're going to pick it up at verse number 14. The book of Jeremiah, you see chapter 3, verse 14, reads, Turn, O backsliding children, says the YHWH Yahweh, for I am married unto you, and I will take you one of a city and two of a family, and I will bring you to Yada Judah. Verse 15. Verse 15. And I would give you, I would give you elders, pastors, shepherds, according to my mind, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Uh, give me, give me 1978 and close the day. We'll get back on the wind tonight. Give me Revelation 19, verse 7 and 8. All right. We're going over to the book of Revelation. We're going to read chapter 19. We're going to pick it up at verse number 7 and verse number 8. We're going to read the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verse 7, and it reads, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made her and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Amen. 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 Amen.
You mean that's why I was telling all that? If they four eyes exactly who's going to be what with the precept, y'all and I will leave it like that. It's all yours, close the state of the time, and we'll get back on.